0: January 11th, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find us on YouTube, BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, and across all major podcast platforms. Now, without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith.
1: Mm. Hey, I'm sorry. I was just doing my yoga meditations for the day. Caught me by surprise. Um, Stu you know what's happening in the news you know what the most important story is hmm let that, me tell you okay Anthony fauci the gregory Rasputin of the White House and the Washington elite you know I don't know what we do without this guy Stu he's so brilliant and cutting edge Um, as you know, he's the head of the National Institute of whatever um, humanities health. Um, anyway, he um, he gave a two hundred and five thousand dollar grant to study transgender monkeys. To um, the the grant was <laughs> the grant was paid. To Scripps Research, which I assume is out in San Diego, to figure out why transgender women are so prone to HIV infection. Anyway, and in doing so, they abuse the male monkeys by turning them into transgender monkeys. And, um, you know, and besides all this, stuff, monkeys cannot get AIDS. So this is the Brain Trust who's running our national health in the United States. Now, Stu, it's a pretty good job if you can get a job being a researcher somewhere. All you have to do is come up with some idea, like, I wanna study why bisexual cats can't give birth to dogs. Hey, Anthony, can you give me a grant? Sure, here's $10 million of the taxpayer's money.
0: So how do they know how the monkeys
1: feel about themselves in terms of their gender, their identity? sexual identity? Their, um well, I guess there's a difference between biologically changing the monkey body, as a and and a monkey deciding what gender he identifies with. Come so on, they're still a the program.
0: So uh, are they like taking a male monkey and neutering it and I yeah, castrating its
1: parts? Well, they're just Right now, I think they're just putting all the monkey hormone into them to make them female monkeys. You know, they talk a lot and they complain stuff after they get the hormones. Okay, so they give a male
0: monkey enough testosterone to have the.
1: Well, no, not testosterone, but, but, it, it,
0: yeah, they give the male monkey estrogen to see how. Okay. How yeah, is yeah. that not animal abuse?
1: Well, PETA's <laughs> all over them, Stu. They should be. Uh, but it's just so ridiculous. Uh, no, so the New York Times has banned an ad that um, Robert, for Robert Kennedy Jr.'s book called "The Real Anthony Fauci," and they've labeled it misinformation.
2: Right. So I'm the publisher of "The Real Anthony Fauci" by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I tried to place an ad with the New York Times, a full-page ad for the book, and they came back to me and said that their standards management people had determined that they could not place the ad because it included uh, misinformation. So what we've started seeing more and more is that anything is misinformation if it contradicts the narrative of the New York Times. So what happened here, they said that our blurb on that was at the center of the ad, which says that Dr. Fauci has lied multiple times. And they said that that constituted misinformation. So I sent them a long email explaining the times that he had lied, explaining cases where New York Times said that Dr. Fauci had lied, explaining and showing all kinds of other places that had said that he had lied explaining that Dr. Fauci himself had admitted to lying and said that the American public wasn't ready to hear the truth. So he's clearly lied so many times, but the New York Times would not run a Nobel Prize winning scientist claim that Dr. Fauci had lied.
1: So Stu, this is an entity that makes its money through ad revenue, but it's misinformation. Now, if this doesn't tell you about the leftist cabal, the group think, the mass formation psychosis and all the ridiculousness of going of what's going on in the world with people who cannot think. The publisher is this group called Skyhorse Publishing, and they're not a conservative group, but they've been Nope, You can't run an ad. It's misinformation. Still, a few weeks ago, we were probably the first in the United States perhaps in the world, Stu, to report on uh, the lockdown in Xi'an, China. Remember that? Well, this city is 50% larger than New York, and it has been locked down. And Stu, as you know, we proposed to the world at the time what's going on. Something's going on there, um, and it's probably not good. Well, today, Dr. Robert Malone was on the Steve Bannon Show, and he says that uh, the word is, it's a, hemogen- a hemogenic fever virus. Now, I don't know what the hell that means, Stu, but it doesn't sound too good to me. And the Chinese are suppressing it. There's no news coming out of here. And why in the Biden administration all over this? <coughs> why don't you hear anything? Stu, looks like it might be another manufactured um, virus that's gotten loose.
3: The the CCP's practice has mirrored that of the Western world, and has resulted in a perfect storm of environment for developing super virus. They're using the language that this is a hemorrhagic fever virus. If that's the case, then it would be very odd that this would be something caused by a coronavirus. That terminology is usually used for viruses in the family of Marburg and Ebola. So this is something that many people have feared is the development of a uh, a rapidly spreading uh, Ebola-like hemorrhagic fever virus. But we have no knowledge of whether that's what's going on on here or not. So we don't know if what we're dealing with is a further mutation of the uh, SARS-CoV-2 or related coronavirus, or is it a new threat that's emerging in China?
1: The head of Pfizer today says that in March they will come out with a new Omicron-specific vaccine, because all the other vaccines that they said would work haven't worked. So they would need to come up with a new vaccine that won't work. Well, Stu, if you read my Real Clear Markets article on Friday, I quoted a study on the Pfizer vaccine. It was done by the Canadian COVID Care Alliance. And Stu, it is stunning. If you go to like, you'll see it um in that article i think it's a hyperlink that says um as many as five hundred thousand have died because of this the study i mean it just eviscerated the pfizer study that they got approved by the fda uh, point by point by point and basically they they rigged the deck on this thing um and Uh, It's shocking what they did, what Pfizer did, what they concealed in the study, the sample groups they used. It was all rigged and the FDA didn't call them on it. And uh, this Canadian group says that they are causing more. This vaccine is causing more cases uh, instead of preventing cases but I would really suggest that people take a look at that. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky finally admitted on, what was it, Good Morning America, that the um, COVID deaths are, people who die of COVID generally have four or more comorbidities. Now, we've known that. We've reported on that. Matter of fact, the CDC has said that. Uh, but it's interesting now that she admits to it in public on national news like that. And that kind of tells me that the political class and the Biden administration is, is backtracking uh, in an effort to say, hey, we really tried, but um, most of these cases aren't our fault because there are lots of comorbidities going on. I don't know why else she would come out so readily and admit that. So they go from just complete fear to saying, well, maybe this isn't so bad because all the people are dying anyway. Stu, I don't know whether you heard this, but uh, AOC caught the virus and she's been double vaxxed and boosted. Nesty, you remember when she was crying because she was so traumatic of what happened on January 6th and they rushed into their into the, her her office and they thought she was going to get raped. You remember when she said that? And she wasn't even there. Well, I wonder what she's crying about with this. I imagine she is really freaked out. Stee. I mean, this is something she actually, you know, there's it's logical for her to have some concern um now good stew do you think she gets the monoclonal drugs that it
0: will be interesting to see if she does take anything yeah i know a lot of people have said that
1: congress is getting all that yeah all those medications and what and, pisses uh, me off Stu, and i've got a good friend and she caught the virus okay she was tested last friday okay and this particular friend is very well connected in the medical com- community. She has all those medical degrees. She's a practitioner. And she's been on the phone every day calling up her c- contacts trying to get the monoclonal drugs. Uh-huh. She can't get them. She asked a doctor for a prescript for hydroxy. Doc gives her a script, the pharmacy won't fill it. Um, So, Stu, we know these things work, and here's somebody who's pretty well off and um, very well connected, and she can't get the drugs to perhaps save her life. I mean, I'm being a little draconian there. But what about poor people, Stu, who, one, don't have the resources, but, two, have nowhere near the, the connections? So, effectively, the government is killing people, Stu. Just right there. I guess the medical gatekeeping. So it's not one of
0: those things where, hypothetically, if everyone was taking antibiotics, you would make more super strains of certain things that would become antibiotic resistant. It's not like there are major ramifications for mistaking these drugs in that sense, especially when they
1: work and they work very, very well. And they can be easily
0: mass produced. So.
1: And these are um, super drugs, even better. They say ivermectin is the best um, of these single drugs. These monoclonal cocktails, they say, work even better than ivermectin.
0: But it's all about the timing of when you take these as well, because you You want to take it up front.
1: Yeah. So Uh, what happens is your lungs incubate without the medication and they eventually lead to blood clots. So what the government is doing is allowing people to sit there and get sicker and sicker and um, have their lungs destroyed when they could very easily let these drugs go. Um, Still, there was a guy in Minnesota named Derek Andrew McIntosh. Uh, He was forced to take the vaccine, didn't want to take the vaccine, um, but he was forced to. He died. His obituary uh, comes out and it blames Joe Biden for his death Talks about how he didn't want to take the vaccine, took the vaccine, he died. It caused blood clotting in his lungs. And, um, you know, if that happened to Donald Trump, it'd be all, all over the news. Uh, by the way, Stu, as um, far as the monoclonal uh, medications, the Biden administration has stated that um, where they do allow these to occur, if you're white, you can't have them. And now, I, I get the fact that non-whites get the virus more, um, but still they have turned down folks who need these drugs when they have plenty of them because of their race. When the Corona aid relief bill came out, it uh, granted a hundred billion, that's billion with a B, dollars for hospital beds. Right. Guess what, Stu? There are 50,000 less hospital beds today than there were then. The reason is uh, you can't, They hospitals aren't manning these beds. And it has to do with the spread of the Omicron because they don't treat it at home. And the vaccine mandates where people are, are walking off, they don't have the people to um, to man the bids. All right, Stu, that's what I got.
0: This first story was reported by The Hill. North Carolina voters filed suit to disqualify Cawthorn from running for re-election. Do you want to guess the amount of North Carolinians that put forward this l- suit to, I guess, disenfranchise Madison Cawthorn from having uh, any kind of political power?
1: Well, one, he's from the western part of the state. And I guarantee you nobody from the western part of the state signed that. It was probably all a bunch of um, big libs in Raleigh and Charlotte. I would say 12.
0: You're close. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a national story just least, dude.
1: That is a way just, you know, that is a way that an incredible deductive mind works. You see how fast I processed all that? Yeah.
0: And, and so uh, that's just kind of fascinating. And we've seen this kind of be the new little trend of the left. like
1: It's just what I said, Stu, about they want in just my little um, spiel a little while ago about the real clear, Mar- real clear markets thing, is they want to shut down people's speech. Why is that? They want to shut, they want to cancel people. Yeah, that's how they operate.
0: But, you know, they've done the they want to do that to Trump and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And a lot of the time they're using the 14th Amendment as the justification for this. So I thought that was interesting.
1: Uh, another so Cawthorn is in a wheelchair, OK, yeah. and he's a war hero. So isn't that he anti-handicap?
0: He is, is definitely not a war hero.
1: He's not a war hero, okay. Yeah, was in a car accident. That's why he's paralyzed.
0: But it's anti-handicap, right? It's, yeah, the the ableist uh, 11 North Carolinians. Yeah. This next story is interesting and just... Everything about it is just symptomatic of the rot that's in the system. So Kamala Harris's ex-top aide, Simone Sanders, she has now landed a job with MSNBC less than two weeks after she left the VP's office. And so they will have their own little cheerleader on MSNBC now. And so it looks like she will have two shows. One of them will be on MSNBC and the other will be on Peacock, which is their streaming platform. So um, super fascinating. And I, I mean, this is the woman who, when... Charlemagne was talking with Kamala. She interrupts and says, We have to end the stream. We have to end the stream. We're having technical difficulties. I want to
3: know who's the real president of this country. Is it, Bi- Is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? I'm sorry. I just want
0: to interrupt I like the vice president can hear you. It's Simone. I'm so sorry, Charlemagne.
3: We have to wrap. She can, can hear me. <laughs> can you hear me now? Can you hear me, Madam okay, Vice President? So I'm sorry. You got a wrap. Uh So I'm sorry to interrupt. They're acting like they can't hear me. I can hear you. Oh, so who's the real real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden?
0: When you know for damn well, they're not having any technical difficulties because their internet infrastructure has to be able to stream out to the entire nation. So you know they're hard-lined in there and they have the best probably engineers on the audio and visual side handling stuff. I mean, she should have been fired for that snap whole catastrophe. But it's just one of those things where the conspiracy theorists and me can't help but think about the mockingbird media, which is the mockingbird media, where you have these government officials working inside the media institutions to essentially put out propaganda. So you now have, and we see it all the time. Where these people who were in government all of a sudden get these big media jobs. And-
1: Stephanopoulos. But what that also does is it gives a person almost a plant inside the media organization who has contacts to all the people inside the government and they can be fed what the government wants them to say.
0: Yeah. Or they can shut down things that they don't want people to. Right. Yeah. And
1: and another thing about this, even if that didn't exist, it's another example of the revolving door where you enrich yourself by being in government.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then we just, we did talk about AOC, but there were other, there were five other members of Congress who are now on the, what they call the capital COVID list, Uh, two Republicans, three Democrats, and it's just, it's just very interesting. At what point do we say breakthrough is no longer a sufficient definition?
1: Well, breakthrough is a purposefully misleading definition to begin with. Yes. it's the semantics are designed to make it sound as though uh, it's unusual, but um, the CDC, even before Omicron, has Stated
0: that the vaccines do
1: not protect you from Omicron?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they don't, well, they don't
1: protect you from spreading.
3: Um, Our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you're going home to somebody who has not been vaccinated, to somebody who can't get vaccinated, somebody who might be immunosuppressed or a little bit uh, frail, somebody who has um, uh, comorbidities that put them at high risk, I would suggest you wear a mask in public indoor settings.
0: Then you had some media people like Savannah Gunthery and her co-host whose name I won't even attempt to say both tested positive despite, you know, being vaxxed and boosted. And, you know, it's so important that we have to hear about their isolation experiences. So then once they get it, then they get this little puff piece about how difficult it was for them as they probably sit in their mansion or Massive More virtue
1: signaling. Uh, who were the three Democratic guys who got it? So it was. I would probably have
0: to pull up another window, but it was. Um, they're not big names. I know one of them was Young Kim out of California, but AOC. So they're was, all.
1: They're all vaxxed and boosted.
0: Oh yeah, I mean even yeah, even the Republican guys were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bless you, but it's just, it's interesting. Uh, I think it's fascinating just to follow, but yeah, that's what I got for you today.
1: But here is the disregard for objective reality, again, is all these folks will not make the connection that the vaccines just don't work. So if they don't work, what's the sense in taking them? Um, But they will come up with an excuse Um, as to why they took them and why it's good to take them um, in the face of just objective reality, which says that they don't work. And why would would you want to potentially harm your body with these things? Um, And again, it's this idea of their positions are immutable. It doesn't matter what the facts are. It's scary. Still, I want to correct something uh, since we have a worldwide audience. I didn't mean to suggest that there's no efficacy with the vaccines. Um, There are, Um, there are often side effects and uh, a lot more than what the press reports and what what the government reports, but the vaccines wear off and the efficacy is dramatically less after two or three months And then there are plenty of published reports that they actually make it more likely you're going to get COVID.
2: Um,
1: I guess the better thing for us to probably say is that this is
0: still technically experimental. And it's pure fact that we do not have the long term studies that we would have for any other kind of regular vaccine that you would see prescribed, like a hepatitis vaccine,
1: or a rabies vaccine. um, And the other thing, that people are individuals, and every human body is different. And the idea that you're going to mandate something in every human being means that they don't really acknowledge um, that we're individuals. We are things. We are chattel to them. Because a vaccine may work very well with some folks for whatever reason of what's going on in their body, their DNA, their immune system, their blood types, just there there are hundreds of variables. Um, And a vaccine can also kill you. Uh, Peter Malone, uh, Peter McCullough was talking about VAERS and there are 21,000 reported in theirs. And there's been a study that the under-reporting is at least five times.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so that's 100,000 people who have flat out basically been killed by this thing, the vaccine. Yeah. Um, you know, you just everybody's different. And, yeah. um, and we, the whole... I mean we reported argument here is this why can't we talk about this and so that people so that individuals can make the decisions for themselves
0: you know and just to kind of simplify that argument a little bit you know we reported on how the vaccine can impact a woman's menstrual pattern we reported on that months ago and it's finally broken through to the mainstream and that's just one aspect you know yeah. i'm not going to if i were to not going to say my status but Hypothetically, if I were to go get a vaccine, the COVID vaccine, I'm not going to have any of the menstrual problems that a woman would
1: have. That's exactly right.
0: Yeah, because we're different, you know?
1: Um, yeah. And, um, you know, the, the other thing is that if, um, if you had the virus and you get jabbed, then your spike proteins can go through the roof, disrupt everything else going on in your body. And that's happened, mm. um, and of course we're still only two or three months into this. I mean, only a few months into this thing. Um, most vaccine studies last for you know eight or ten years. I and mean, I'm all for speeding things up if you can, but you you know we don't know what the what the ramifications are going to be with some of the damages that might not have appeared yet. Yeah, and um, all you and I are are saying is trans transparency logic um get rid of the group think and do away with mandates
0: yeah and thankfully that judge passed the thing on pfizer that says they have to show their paperwork trail uh now opposed to in 70 years so
1: but if you look at the code at the canadian uh study it is shocking yeah and apparently, Pfizer has a um, long history of of paying people off on their in their in rigging the rigging the studies, um, paying people off to report uh, certain things. Um, so you know, why, again? Let's look at things critically.
0: Yeah, and you know, two years ago, big farmer was the bad guy, and now everyone who is brainwashed has completely forgotten that. But, on that note, any parting words for us today?
1: Uh, Stu, we got a big football game uh, tonight. By tomorrow morning, we will know who won. I'm looking forward to it. I like both schools, but I'm kind of rooting for the underdogs, Stu. Rooting for the dogs. Um, Just would like to see them win one. They've been close. Um, But I like Alabama, too.
0: Right on, right on. Well, I'll catch you later. All right,
1: Stu, go get them. See ya.